Welcome to Godcast, where we talk all things Bible, Jesus, and God. I'm Josh. This is James. Hello. And welcome to Godcast Season 2. Uh, unfortunately, we do not have our other member with us. He is actually at the Ark Encounter um, today. So, just be in prayers for him, uh, for traveling mercies and coming home. And, uh, yeah, we're... I'm excited for season two, man. This is uh, this is exciting. We're getting started with a viewer requested topic. Yes, nice. I think actually first one. I think out of yes, all of our, our first viewer requested topic. Second, second. Mm-hmm. A kid named Trussell Miller. Oh yeah, re- requested one, and it actually went perfectly with with what God was laying on our hearts. But thinking, um, the episodes that me and you or you and I do. We can, those episodes can all be viewer-requested episodes. And then the ones that you, Rick, and I do, or Rick and I do, can be, you know, really just what we're, what we're being told to do. Because obviously God's telling these people to tell us these topics, you know. <laughs> I'm hoping that these people are genuine. So, um, I guess... Now getting into the episode uh, topic title after we pray in, um, if you guys haven't already, please uh, join the Facebook page. We're trying to get our viewers up on Spotify, so we're going to stop going live on Facebook for a little bit. You know, Spotify is free. If you guys are already listening to this, you guys will know. Just, just tell other people how to get Spotify. Um, we had some troubles with that in the beginning, but yeah, please follow the Facebook page uh, you guys can freely post there. We really want more participation. Um, our, our Instagrams will be linked below. And without further ado, you want to pray us in? I can. Dear Heavenly Father, as we go into this episode of the podcast, uh, let your Holy Spirit uh, guide us as, as we always ask. Let nothing that we say here be our opinion, but let us speak only what is in your word, Lord, and what and what the Holy Spirit has told us to say, Lord. Lord, we ask that everybody watching this uh, might uh, heed the Spirit and listen to what He says, Lord. Uh, you know, don't just don't just hear, but t- truly listen, Lord, so that we can we can learn the lesson and take it out, so that our lives can be better by following You, and so that we can maybe better the lives of other people in our lives, Lord. Lord, we love You. We thank You. It's in Your name that we pray. Amen. Amen. So the viewer requested episode. I'm gonna keep the viewer uh, unmentioned because I don't know if they want to be mentioned or not. You guys can comment that down below, huh? I already said who it was on a Facebook post. I know, but that's Facebook. <laughs> they already commented it. I don't yeah. want to, you know. It was. I'm not gonna say, <laughs> but um, you know that's on the Facebook page if you want to comment but we uh we decided to pick the the topic i think it's i think that was what the spirit was telling i guess me to do at the time because we couldn't get the our original idea with with rick going was uh you know guidelines you know guidelines for a newly saved christian because it is very important for a newly saved christian to learn like fast and pick up on this stuff because of how easy it is to fall back. Yep. You know, and and that's that's probably the main importance. And you know, if you if you're a Christian that's been at this for a while, that's listening to this episode, maybe you aren't following these things that even new Christians should be following. So 
you know, take all of this to heart. Mm-hmm. Um, everything that is spoken here. Um, but I think I think it's very it's very important for a new a new Christian. We've talked about this before. Is a discipleship. Mm-hmm. That's, Dis- what, that's what I was just thinking. Whenever you're a new Christian, you need to find somebody who's been at this for just longer than you. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't have to be somebody who's you know been saved for fifty years, but somebody yeah. who just knows more than you in this yeah. stuff. You know, maybe and, maybe and, and it's someone follow. younger than you. Yeah, maybe somebody younger than you, but 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 knows more and has been following this for longer than you have. It doesn't matter. Somebody but find somebody who who knows the Bible and has been through it. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody so that, that you can so that you can have somebody that can teach you. Somebody that has more godly wisdom. Mm-hmm. Somebody that is well-rounded in the spirit and can honestly be like, yeah, I look up to those people as my heroes, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it can turn into, you can be someone else's hero. And we got to also take in consideration when that time comes that we don't look at it as a self-achievement, but a, a godly achievement where God has blessed you so much that somebody is looking up to how you're praising God and wants to praise God like you, you know? We don't look at it selfishly. But getting back on... Uh, on on course with you know some things that a new newly saved Christian guidelines you know whenever you first get saved it's it's a really weird transition point because you you finally allowed the spirit to come in you finally allowed God to to work his perfect works in your life you know in your heart in your soul so I would assume that most of the things of the world that had ch- chained you down like the Bible says, He's, and, and like in the song, he's a chain breaker. He, the world is not tying us down anymore. We're not of this world anymore. So I would hope that the things that you used to practice, whether it be <clears throat> drinking, whether, and, and not, not, you know, a couple drinks once in a while, but religiously alcoholic, drunk, drinking, uh, cursing all the time at other people and just belittling other people to to make yourself look it's all these sinful things that we we shouldn't want to do and it's very easy for a new christian to slip back into that because it's familiar Mm -hmm. you gotta and you gotta you gotta also take into account you know these things don't always go away instantly you know Mm -hmm. so you also have to understand that as a new christian you need to have perseverance yeah because these things don't always go away instantly, so don't fail and then just quit, you know? Because, you know, the sanctification process, that's that's what it is. It's a process, mm-hmm. you know? So you can't just quit every single time that you stumble, you know? So that's another thing is that as a new Christian, you really got to have that perseverance because not everything's going to go yeah, you know, perfect. Whenever you're trying to, whenever you're trying to, yeah, well, no, fix, yeah. fix things, you know. Well, we can't fix things. Exactly. We gotta. We whenever you become saved, you you have to let the spirit take over, and you can't let it stop. I feel like sometimes we hit that whenever we get saved or rededicate our lives or whatever, we we fall and stumble on our face. Like, we, we, we feel, you know, for a couple days, you know, I'm saved. I'm a child of God now. I'm making it to heaven. And then we fall back into our earthly struggles. And I really, 
I really like having a conversation with a fellow Christian how, uh, um, I'm not going to name who, but he said that sometimes while you're struggling, you ought to look at how you're living and, and how you're living in God's name. And maybe that's why you're struggling, you know? It's not, it's not always going to be easy, but we're, we're constantly supposed to fix ourselves. And for a new Christian, I think it's important to look at the people that you look up to with a grain of salt. They could be showing, putting on a show, you know? Well, you also have to think, like, whoever you're looking up to, they're just a person the same as you. Mm-hmm. You know, they can slip up and fall the same way that you can, yeah. you know? It's like how or a church... it's like how you said, that they're putting on a show, and they're not really who they say they are, you know? It's like how a church looks at a pastor... The first time a pastor messed up, oh, we're voting you. We're voting you out. Yeah. Get out, like get out of here. It's like we act like people are perfect. You're not perfect. Now, we've said, you know, you've said this on the podcast before, in in talking. I think both you and I have said this in in the the fact the fact <laughs> the fact that uh sorry the fact that just because you're not perfect. And you're gonna fall. Doesn't mean you don't try. You got You got to try. This this life. You love God because He saved you. You love God because He's your best friend. And he will always comfort you. And remember that in your Christian walk, it's so it's so hard to drop friends. I've been there. I've dropped friends, and they've asked me why. That's a great time to tell them why, because I am living a righteous life now. Or trying to live a righteous life filled with Jesus Christ and every time I'm with you I feel the spirit leave every time I'm with you I I just don't feel right it's God telling me to get out of here and it's and it's nothing because of you but it's your sin and it's how you're living and if we look at people like it's it's not the person it's just it's just the sin we can't go around looking at people like you know even Christians that stumble we can't go around looking at them like you can have disappointment and you can offer them a way to change but you know don't don't fall into the category of gossip mm-hmm. very easy very easy I've been there I regret it <clears throat> I think talking about this, uh, you know, because it's it's you have to think about people in their different walks. Because you know, I was just thinking about like when you were talking about like dropping friends, and I was just thinking where I was like, you know, my mind went somewhere else where I was like, well, I don't think as a Christian you should drop friends because you got to try to show them. You walk with God, but I was thinking like, well, you have to think about it in different, uh, different uh, prospects of like, if you're a newly saved Christian, you're gonna be more susceptible to things. Yes. And so, like, as a newly saved person, it's much safer for you to distance yourself from people, mm-hmm. so that you can grow in God, yes. and then come back to them, than to try to keep yourself around them yeah. to where. I mean, honestly, well, it's it's gonna be so much so easy to fail. Well, I've I've heard the saying, and it's true because I've been in, around people and in a household where, you know, you are who you hang out with. Mm-hmm. You know, who? I remember, um, that's one of my mom's saying. There's a saying. Uh, there's a saying that's like, if you wanna know 
who you'll be in like a few years look at who you hang out with or something like that mm-hmm. but it's something like that but uh, it is a lot it is that people very few people can hang out with other people without adopting the traits of those people mm-hmm. you know like you it's very it's, it's very hard it's, because it's it's a peer pressure it's well the way i see it you know we constantly say that sin is a sickness what does the sickness do? It spreads. It spreads, yeah. You know, so if you're around people that are that are sinful, you know, not just people who stumble and sin. You know, if you go to people, if you're just hanging around people who are sinful, then it's it's gonna spread. It's yep. gonna spread. It's. I mean, that's what we've seen with this world. You know, sin sin is running rampant, even in the churches, even in some churches. You know, mm-hmm. sin is at an all-time high. And for a newly saved Christian, it's. It's very, it's very important to, I, I didn't want to go here immediately, but I don't want it to slip from my mind, and God's telling me to say this right now, you need to forget whatever you learned, what, and it's hard to do that, and what I mean by that is for, forget what, whatever values that you had as a lost person, don't take that with you. You dropped your. Ent- that's the world's values. That's the you know, world's values. What you values. learn. That's the, the world's values. What you need. You know, we we just uh, me and Josh had a conversation a few days ago, and like over, or well, just a few days ago, he asked me a question where he was talking about uh, knowledge and wisdom and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, the fact is that you have earthly wisdom, mm-hmm. but that don't, that ain't gonna help you in any way. What you need is godly wisdom. So you need to throw out everything that you've learned before in, in favor of the godly wisdom that he will show you through through other things, which we can get into, other things of reading the Bible, praying every day. You know, those are other things that we might get to later about that a newly saved person needs to do. Because you need, as we said, you know, you distance yourself from, you know, sinful people, you know, your old friends. Distance yourself from them, but get close. You can't just distance yourself from them because... If you distance, if you just distance yourself from them, what are you left with? You. But your flesh is sinful. Yep. If you're just distancing yourself from them and just getting with yourself, mm-hmm. you're still not gonna get any better. You need to distance yourself from them and get closer to God by praying, reading your Bible, hanging. As we were talking about discipleship, change the friends to somebody who is a to Christian people. You know, the same way that we say that sin spreads, the Holy Spirit spreads as well. So if you start Amen. hanging out with hanging out and fellowshipping with your brothers and sisters, you're gonna you're gonna pick some stuff up. Absolutely. You know? I I think that's I think that's super important to to be around, you know, your Christian brothers and sisters. It says what where where few fewer gathered is where he is. Mm-hmm. You know? It's it's just a couple couple of your brothers. Yeah. Like just nothing to do with this, um Nothing to do with this episode. We didn't talk about anything to do with this episode. But just before we, we started this episode, me and Josh talked for like two hours or something. And all I said, all I said was we were coming here to 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 do the episode, but we had time. And so I just said, I want to talk for a little bit before yeah. we do the episode. And we ended up talking for like an hour yeah. or two hours. And, and after this episode, stopped. we're still going to work writing a song together. <laughs> um... You know, getting into music more, super exciting. Kind of plugging that, but going going back on track with leaving the things of the world, leaving what you believe. I've heard a lot of Christians recently say that you know I grew up this way. I've heard Christians in general say I've grew up this way. So you know, it's it's really it's really hard. Which I understand it's really hard to to change what you grew up with, 
but you you allow the spirit in. The spirit makes changes if you let it. You know, I know some churches how you how you grew up. You were silent. You didn't praise, but you were silent. I I understand that you know we we have our values that we hold because of our parents that instilled some things in us that probably weren't right, and we st- and we still hold those because you know we love our parents, but not. Everything that comes out of my mouth, James's mouth, your parents' mouth, is correct. We have our flaws and we have our mess-ups. I, I like how your dad says, I can't wait to get to heaven to see what I was wrong about. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth. You, you take what we say with the grain of salt. Obviously try and apply the things that the Spirit's telling you to apply to your life. You can, you can, you can honestly tell yourself if what we're saying is wrong or right. You need to let the spirit talk to you and, and apply it. But you also need to realize, and I feel like this is something that some people don't understand. You also need to realize whenever you're silencing the spirit, when you're whenever you're pushing this stuff away. You know, I feel like there's a lot of times whenever people are thinking things and and they they all I feel like for me, I feel like this is the biggest thing that I do is that I the spirit interjects something into my mind and then I say that it was my thought yep and so I ignore it and not that it was what the spirit just threw to me yeah you know because if it's if it's my thought then it's okay for me to just go oh I'm not gonna do that but whenever I be truthful and say I didn't think of that the Holy Spirit really told me that then yeah, it's true. you know then is yeah then you know it's true and I really should start listening to that mm-hmm. because you know you know people talk about like the Holy Spirit and like our conscience you know that's our conscience God gave us that you know so maybe sometimes you ought to listen to your conscience because God gave us that now of course. It's, it's you know you gotta wrestle with the flesh and so sometimes your conscience and what your and what your mind and your gut tells you to do is not always the right thing, but you gotta understand that God also gave us that and sometimes when you're a Christian and and the Holy Spirit throws you a little something, you might think that that's you know oh that's just something that I thought of or maybe it's the gut feeling that the Spirit is telling you hey you know you know better. Yep. You know, so one of the things is that like listening to the spirit is probably the biggest thing because the spirit is what is inside you and will guide you in life. And so like maybe you, you know, people say, read your Bible and it's like, okay, but if it's just me trying to create a habit of reading my Bible, it's not going to work. But if I just say, I'm going to listen to the spirit, you know what? A habit is going to eventually come up reading my Bible. If I say, I'm going to listen to the spirit, you know what habits going to eventually come up? praying every day if i say you know what i'm saying if i say i'm gonna read the bible if i say i'm gonna pray every day it may or may not happen depending on how much you know willpower i have in my own mind you know that may or may not happen but if i let the spirit work if i just say i'm gonna listen to what the spirit says then these things that i was that i was thinking about it's gonna eventually happen speaking to I'm assuming that hopefully hopefully the audience that listen to this episode are newly saved. And speaking speaking from I guess ex- experience, right? With, you know, spiritual connection with God. 
it's if it feels you mu- you must look at God as your best friend. You know, Jay, we're best friends. You know, mm-hmm. we like talking to each other about important things, about stupid things sometimes, and important things, the other everything. things. Yeah, everything. That's how God tells that's, us to talk to Him. That's how him about everything. <laughs> yeah, you, you He already knows everything. You <laughs> might as well talk to Him yeah. about it. You there, know? <laughs> there have been times that I've joked with God, like you know, you know what I mean. It's like it's like just because He's God. You know, we should obviously hold that to a high standard, but how he wants it is, you know, hold him to a high standard, but he's there with you, and he's there walking with you. Joke with God. It doesn't, God, it doesn't always have to be serious. Like, seriously, get in the habit of laughing with God. You know, a while ago I was talking about my message, and I was talking about going to God for everything, and one of the examples I said was asking him what to eat for breakfast. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, yeah. and this is why I'm saying is that he'll give you an answer. He'll tell you what you should eat for breakfast if you ask him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you know, what's funny. What? <laughs> we have these, you know, these donuts that we eat. And we're like, please, God, let it nourish our bodies. Yeah, but if we actually ask God what to eat for breakfast, he'd probably say, put the donuts away. <laughs> God, God, this this sausage, egg, and cheese, like. Omelet or and with the donut on the side, God, please, drenched in hot sauce, not not a little bit, but like half the bottle, like, God, let it nourish my body, like, yeah. no, it's gonna give you diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's something I want to start doing, interluding some jokes in the podcast, and but you know, but like like you said, and like I brought up my old messages, like. You talk to God for everything. You bring the spirit into everything. Yeah. And that's something that will, that's something that will help newly saved Christians. And it, it's it's hard because it's hard because you know even seasoned Christians have a problem doing this, have problems with doing this. But bringing God into everything will help because as a newly saved person, Satan's coming after you. But the Bible says that you just mentioned the name of Jesus, and he has no choice but to flee. You know, so as a newly saved person, when Satan trying to come after you, you interject the Holy Spirit into everything that you do. It's gonna get much easier to continue in your faith and to do that. And you know, cause you're 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 a hot target for Satan. Yep. You know, he's he's coming at you. Yeah, cause he wants you back. He wants you. He he wants to take you from God. I mean, just think about that. He he wants to take you from God. Don't. I, think, I want to stress this though, cause I think the the biggest thing for newly saved people though is to just not give up i feel like i feel like i'm getting hit with that really really hard is that the biggest thing for newly saved people is to just not give up on making and changing your life for god because we know that getting saved is a is a prayer but then after that the 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 the, uh Proof of our salvation is the changing of our heart, which equals the changing of our lives, right? And I, I just feel like so many people, they get so discouraged, especially newly saved people, because I feel like newly saved people, they're like, man, I've, my heart's changed, I'm ready, my life is going to change, and then they fall back into old habits like the next day, and they're like, what is this? You know, I thought I, thought I did it, you know what I mean? But the I biggest thing, the biggest thing is just... Do not give yeah. up. It's it's not in in some cases, in some things it's instantaneous where it yeah. instantly God 
pushes certain things away from you. But for a lot of things, it is a it is a process of slowly detaching yourself from things and detaching yourself from the world Mm -hmm. and growing closer and closer to God through years. It's Paul. We use this. I, I know we use this a lot on the podcast. Paul, who wrote so much of the Bible and traveled and did so many things for God. I think he's most one of the, the New he- Testament, right? Yeah, he's one of the heroes of the faith. He had that scripture that said, why do I keep doing things that I don't want to do and I don't do the things that I know I should do? Paul had st- he still had that fight going on inside of him. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the process of messing up it's it's bad. Sure, you you never want to fail God, and it's still bad to sin. But it's honestly and it is an unavoidable process of sanctification that you're gonna mess up. Yep. Just don't stop. Continue in the spirit. Just don't don't. I've, I know we've said this before. Don't fall down and just quit. You don't lose whenever you stumble. You lose whenever you fall and then just stay there. Yeah. You know? If you, as long as you get up after every time you fall, you're going to win. Mm-hmm. It's only when you quit God yeah. that you lose. Yeah. You know? It, it's... It... It's like I just, I just find that like out of ev- out of every advice out of all the advice that we could give a newly saved person, that's the most important thing. Is it does it? You can fail. It as long as you are heartfelt and and truly have your heart towards God. God does not care how many times you fall. Now, don't use that as an excuse to yeah, just do whatever you pull want. Pull the grace card. Yeah, but again. <clears throat> Falling is not the end. Failing is not the end. Just keep getting up and try and just keep trying harder. Mm-hmm. Want, just keep going. Want to change and want to succeed with God. <laughs> want God to change your life and make you better. That's all that that's all that comes with falling down and getting up is you get better. Just learn your lesson. Mm-hmm. Just learn your lesson. Yep. Understand, man, I fell. Look deep to what God will teach you. Because listen, God, the Bible says God will use all things for good. So you fall and you fail God, he'll use it as a way to teach you. Mm-hmm. So each time you fall, learn the lesson, get up, and, and keep going. It's, it's like learning, it's like whenever you first learn how to ride a bicycle. I think I was like, either. I mean, when you first learn how three, to walk, when you first yeah. learn how to ride a bicycle, you're going to fall. Well, it was, I think I was like three or four whenever I learned how to ride a bike. I think it was three. Because that was whenever I met Riker, and we went on bike rides a lot. And I remember the first couple times that I fell on the bicycle. It was only a couple time, times, because whenever I fell, I learned that I don't want to fall anymore. I don't want to scrape my knee again, so I'm going to keep pedaling. And once you learn something, you don't unlearn it. You know? You don't, you don't unlearn how to ride a bicycle. You don't unlearn how to walk unless you're paralyzed and you somehow get your legs back you know it's it's a process that's gonna take some time you know our our, our faith is our faith is simple it's simple but not easy but why is it not easy are we james you and i were talking about this before it's us it's us that make it not easy you know it's I don't know. I just, 
I keep wanting to stress, just don't give up. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, read your, you know, all these other things will make it easier, you know, of read your Bible, read your Bible every day, learn more, you know, dig deep into God's Word. That'll make life easier. That'll make life way easier the more and more you learn of God's Word. Well, talking about, talking about God's Word, some great places to start for newly saved Christian is Ephesians. It teaches you what you just gained. Yeah. It it talks about the armor of God in Ephesians chapter I'd six verse say, ten. I'd always say, I'd say for newly I'd say you'd want I'd say I'd say for anybody I always suggest reading the gospel first. Mm-hmm. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I think I, I was uh, doing some I think John is probably one of the best ones to read for a newly saved Christian. Yeah, because isn't isn't he the he like it's a really low reading level. Mm-hmm. Was it like which, fifth grade which or third grade? even though it's I mean the whole Bible is like a third or fourth grade reading level um which is weird because it's so hard for us to read well it's written in old English mm-hmm. in, in different ways and stuff but there's also other I mean like New King James Version like yeah. that's a good translation yeah you know? and, uh, talking about like things to read for a new Christian Ephesians uh, you know the 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 first four books of the New Testament, Psalms. Psalms is great because it it teaches you about praise and how to pray to God and how to praise Prayers. Him. Prayers. Um, yeah, I'd say you want to tackle the New Testament first and then start getting into a lot of the Old Testament. I feel like one of the best go-to Old Testament books to start with is Job. It is the first written one, even though it's not the. The Bible is not in order. It's not in chronological. Yeah, of of whenever it was written. Yeah, it's in the order of like different categories. Yeah, and Job was the first one, and Job is Job is great whenever you want, whenever you're in a trial and you're trying really hard to praise God, but you can't, you you just can't. Whenever things are just going wrong in your life, which is something yeah. that, again, newly saved people can really benefit mm-hmm. is understanding. It, you know, Job is a lesson of how of a person who is able to keep their faith in God through the toughest of times. You yeah. know, I'd, if you want your toes stepped on a little bit, read Romans. Mm-hmm. I'd say, I don't know. I'd say Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Ephesians, Job, Romans. I'd say those are some of the first books of the Bible that people should read. Yeah. You know, start with the Gospels, probably specifically, like you said, start with John. And then go from there to the, mm-hmm. the other books. I feel like those are some really key books of the Bible. Those are books that I feel like are, you know, nutshell, you know, yeah. books. You know, get, things that and, take a lot of things and make it easy. And then get you get you a good study Bible. And mm-hmm. and take this take the the stuff for a, a grain of salt. Be able to to read the the uh I guess the study Bible with a grain of salt and be able to understand the scripture well, more. Well, I feel like uh, this goes back to the study Bible thing where you're saying take, is, is um, going back to another thing of discipleship. You know, find somebody that knows mm-hmm. about this stuff. It's like have Bible studies with them. Go out and eat with them and take your Bible with you and talk and about not, things. And not know? all the Christians, not all the seasoned Christians, the seasoned quote-unquote veterans of the Christianity faith. Not all of them are going to lead you in the right direction because sometimes they don't understand everything either. I know I I 
was struggling with understanding what the only unforgivable sin is, which is blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, and I decided, I then decided to say, I then decided to say, um, you know, like, screw it, I'm just gonna go to pastor, Mm -hmm. because that's, if you want your answer, just go to the pastor, he probably knows. And if he's a good pa- and if he's a good pastor and he doesn't know, he'll tell you that he doesn't know and he'll get back to it or something like that. No. No. So And I think I think uh James, the book of James is really good, but uh Romans, because James and Romans, if you read the, the first two chapters of James and you read Romans five, they go to they mesh very well together. Um I don't I, I was looking at uh, Jordan Peterson, he was talking about how many cross-references there are in the Bible. He he counted 65,000. Mm-hmm. That's how much he counted. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of cross-referencing. Mm-hmm. Um, Romans 5 and James chapter 1 and 2 go great together. Romans 5 is great for, again, whenever you're going through tribulation, it tells you what to do. It tells you exactly what to do. Exactly. It's very plain in the scriptures. And then it continues to go and talk about Jesus and gives glory to Jesus and why we can we can glory in tribulation. And that's because of Jesus. And, you know, it tells us what tribulation works. And I, I think for the podcast, I am going to do a study on Romans 5. Um, so be prepared for that. Um, and it's... For, for newly saved Christians, I think it's very... Very important that you get a grasp on reading your Bible too, and understand it. I think if you're struggling, for for me, if you're struggling with reading old words like you know the thous and the theys, English Standard Version is good. New King James Version is good. There are multiple translations of the Bible that are that make it easier to read and are good translations. You know, I'm you know I'm. I'm a stickler for King James Version, you know, because it's, because as far, because it is the most accurate translation of the Bible, but, like, for me, like, for me, it's easier to read the King James Version, because I've been reading that for, since I can remember, you know, so it's, it's easier for me to read that, and it's the most accurate translation of the Bible, but that's not saying that other translations of the Bible aren't accurate, and some of them are easier to read than the King James Version, so, if it's hard for you to read the King James Version, then try out the other versions, you know? And, you know, just, again, just make sure that it's a good translation. If it's a good translation and it's easier to read, get that one, you yeah. know? It's, you know, it, it, you just, you need a Bible, yeah. you know? Just a Bible that teaches the right things, and, and that's that's what you need. A good thing to do also is, is you know, with discipleship, take somebody that knows more, learn from them. What you can do is James and I are going to start this up soon. I don't know exactly when and whenever I de- I decide I'm going to start it um, start doing it, but reading the same section of the Bible, writing down notes and then comparing notes, you will get a lot out of that because you pick up on something that they don't pick up on. And you compare what you got it's it's basically making your own commentary. 
it's it's very it's very effective it's very efficient in 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 the sense that you're growing in your spiritual faith you're getting you know closer to your christian brothers and, and sisters you're getting closer to your christian brothers and sisters while growing your faith and it's it's just all around good to do that um i mean i you know it's and this is something that Here's another thing for for the uh, for the newly saved, because for some people, like I I know that I struggled with this, and I know for some people they don't have a problem with this at all, especially newly saved people, because for a lot of newly saved people they're really on fire. They just got saved, they they got it, and they're going. You know, like I know, like for Ricky, he got saved, oh, yeah. and he could not stop reading the Bible. <laughs> you know what I mean? He still can. Yeah, he, he just he cannot stop. I know for me, like. For me, and it's not just the Bible, it's reading in general. Like, I have a hard time pushing myself to read. But no matter what, force yourself to read the Bible. You want to know why? Because as soon as you start, but specifically force yourself to study. Just reading the Bible can get boring. If you're just reading, but if you're seriously trying to learn something through the Bible and you're studying, it will get so interesting so fast. I started writing notes whenever I'm reading the Bible. I got, I started in Matthew. I got, if you know the start of Matthew, you know that the first two chapters are short. I started taking notes. I only got into the first two chapters of Matthew and I have like four pages, four or five pages of notes down on it. You you wrote a a little biography on... I'm still not done. I'm still not done with the biography of John the Baptist. And he's only like... He's he's in a very small portion of the Bible. It is so interesting. And that's one of the things I want to say for newly saved people is that... For some people, there's no difficulty at all in in reading the Bible. Like how I said, Ricky could not and still cannot stop reading the Bible. But for some people, like me, who just has a bad time reading in general, it can get really hard to study out God's Word. But if you can just force yourself to start, you'll never stop. Like, it, it just, you'll just get so deep into everything about the Bible. It's... It's on. It's amazing how it's, quickly the spirit takes over. It's becoming it's passionate for God. Yeah. You know, it's it's where your passion is. It's where your spirit is, and that I think that's a great way. And I know I know you were talking to me. You're like, why haven't more preachers preached out of John? Yeah, preached about John. I mean, about I, John. I've seen like the amount of things that I've learned about John. Because again, because there's not much written about him in the actual book, but. Obviously, there's historical stuff about him, about the things that he did and stuff. And there's a lot of, and you can, a lot of cross-referencing about John to Elijah because he's he's the new Elijah. So, so like, even things like, again, like, just, you know, we for a year, our church had the theme of dig a little deeper. Well, I mean, that should just be a Christian's theme for their life of dig deeper into God's word. No matter how far you've dug into it, dig deeper. You know, yeah. so it's like, it's, it's seriously, it's, it is, and it's one of the things that you don't like, you, you, you start to realize how foolish you've been whenever you, you get into, whenever you do things for God, it's so awesome. And you start wondering why you didn't do it more <laughs> and do it sooner, you know? Yeah. So 
But that's one of the things I can say for a newly saved person, that if you're finding, if you're like wondering why you don't have, if you're, if you're, if you're struggling to get into God's word, just at some point, get out a notebook, get out your Bible and just force yourself, no matter how boring it is when you start, just force yourself to, to read a little bit. And take down notes, and you'll end up going down a wormhole yeah. of just whenever, so whenever, many things. Whenever God told me to do for the first roots of the Bible episode, uh, meaning of salvation. I mean, he he just poured his word. In, I mean, I flipped a page and I read it, and I'm like, whoa! Flipped another page, like a little bit further. I could tell because he couldn't stop messaging me. <laughs> he couldn't I, stop. I messaged, I messaged, listen, my message train and my call train was you, Rick, Matt, you, Rick, Matt, Wade, Mom, my grandpa. It was everybody. I was like, like I wanted to tell people what God just did. I mean, he opened, I mean, that's, that's whenever he opened up the door for Romans 5. That's 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 whenever he opened up the door for Rome, and it hasn't been closed. That's still my favorite piece of scripture. I mean, it's so good for for Christians to to get, and that's another reason why I'm doing the I'm gonna do that Bible study on it in the entire chapter of Romans five. I'm gonna try and fit it in fifteen minutes, but don't be surprised if it's like thirty. It'll be minutes. a it'll be a, a series of episodes, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. So, but um, I I just for newly for newly saved, it's I can understand how hard it is mm-hmm. to. First of all, you're afraid of how people are gonna look at you. Mm-hmm. But if the peop- if if you're afraid of how somebody's looking at you and they don't like what they see, get them out of your life. Yeah, distance yourself. Yeah. You know, maybe they'll come back. Maybe they'll see how much your life has improved. You know. And it's like when 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 bad, I, I noticed with some of my some of my friends that I let back in my life, you know, they're like, "Well, how are you about?" And this is gonna happen. How are you about to live such a bad life and then, and then do this and then call yourself a Christian? And I'm like, "Well, because I wasn't living very godly at that time." And it's something they're not going to understand, but you know what they will understand and see is the change in your life and how you react to certain situations and, and how your heart has been changed and how you talk and present yourself. I mean, Jamie, you and I went and uh, did an outreach, and on our first outreach, we were giving out free donuts. I went back to the Dunkin' Donuts, and I'm like, you know, don't don't think I'm fat because you know I am fat. But we're doing this outreach, and you know, I I need another dozen donuts. And they looked at me, and they're like, we can't make you pay for this. That's that's showing your fruits, you know. And and one of the things too is that, you know, if you're really, if you're really showing God. Well, I don't want to say if you're really showing God. I'm just, I'm going to say that in, in, in not every circumstance will people push you away for your Christianity. In a lot of ways, you know, the Bible says that we're going to be prosecuted, but not in every time. You know, I, I have been unapologetically blunt with my friends 
and with a lot of people and with uh, with my values, my beliefs, and I've had the same group of friends for pretty much since I've I moved to Masson. Like <laughs> you know, so like like I've been up unapologetic in terms of my Christian beliefs, and my friends never left me for it. You know, and I'm not gonna. I'm not saying that that's gonna happen every single time. In fact, I'm saying that that's prob- my circumstance is probably an exception to how most people are gonna be. But I'm just saying that that showing your Christian faith to people, no matter if they persecute you and turn away from you, whether you have to turn them away, whether they stick with you through it. No matter what, you're gonna show. You have to show the light of God. No matter what way that this that it plays out, you know. In in the end, in the end, unless they're affecting you, and you need to distance yourself from them, they're gonna choose to do what they want with the information of of your Christianity. You just need to show the light of God through your life. And again, it and again. It might be difficult, especially as a new per- a newly saved person who might not have all of the sinful habits thrown out yet. You know, it might be difficult, but as I, it goes back to don't quit. Yeah. It goes back to don't quit. It's going to get really hard. It really is. fast. It's, it's whenever. The Bible never says it's going to be easy. I think whenever somebody gets saved and they go to God because they realize that he's better and he's going to make your quality of life better. But they yeah, don't. They don't understand. They don't understand how to make the quality of life better. Yeah, I was. I was about to say. I think, as a church, as the Christian church, and as I feel like we stress. I feel like we say how God helps us the wrong way. Cause God most definitely will take away bad situations, but that's not the way God says he's going to help you. God doesn't say he's going to stop bad things from happening. In fact, he Job. Says, yeah, he, in fact, Job, if you really think about it, God put him through those. Because he, whenever Satan kept coming to him, God said, do it to Job. I mean, if you really think about it, God, it was, it, God made those things happen to Job. He didn't make it happen, but God, he let it happen. He let it happen. You know, and that's how everything happens in this world, is that God let it happen. So whatever bad thing you're going through, God let it happen. That's why you have to understand that the way that God helps us is not by stopping bad things from happening. Which is why I feel like some, I feel like, and that's what I'm saying, is that I feel like some ways Christians, we don't stress how the Bible says. We always say that God will help us in our time of need, but we don't stress how he helps us. And so I feel like sometimes whenever people get newly saved Christians, bad things happen and they go, whoa, I didn't... I thought this was over, yeah. you know? But it's not, no, it's not, it's not that God changes what happens to us. He changes our mentality as we go through things. You know, God doesn't stop the bad things from happening. He makes us stronger yeah. so we can go through the bad well, things, you well, know? With, if we allow him yeah. to make us strong. Well, with, with going through tribulation, it works our godly wisdom because we, we understand that what we go through here physically doesn't matter, mentally doesn't matter, and your godly wisdom, you're gonna you're gonna know exactly how to act and how and what this situation is gonna hold before it even happens. 
you understand. You know, you, you can know of things, that's knowledge, but it's the understanding and the, uh, the application of things, you know. And that's very important, too, is to gain godly wisdom and just, and, and wisdom, you know, godly wisdom. And wisdom is very important in our, in our walk, you know. A fool can be knowledgeable. A, f- a fool can be very knowledgeable. I can be a fool and say that gold is worth a lot of money. That's a fact. I can be knowledgeable of that, you know. But it it takes it takes a wise person to know what to do with the gold. Mm-hmm. That's a good analogy. <laughs> I know. That's a good analogy. Not not my analogy. That's God's analogy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I feel like I feel like I feel like we're reaching a, a close here. Yeah. I feel like we're we're reaching a close here. So and um, my 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 thing for. A newly saved person to really recap for me is like what you said don't lose hope don't ever lose hope in in your salvation in what God has for you because all that the, all that's gonna come is you're gonna be with glory you're gonna be with him in glory you're gonna be in glory with God one day this what the average human the average human lives 60 or 70 years that's only 60, 70 years of sorrow, misery, pain. Compared to eternity. Compared to eternity. No, for us, 60 years, 70 years might seem like a lot. When you compare that to eternity in heaven, come on. Yeah. Or not even, not even a not even a question, you know? Yeah. It's not even a yeah. comparison. <laughs> yeah, because you can have an eternity in hell, and that's scary. That's very scary. Mm-hmm. But there were a lot of... Uh, for a lot of Christian people, we need to realize how scary that is and get to work. Mm-hmm. Just gonna throw that in there. Yeah. For for a newly saved person, ask God what He wants to you to do. Mm-hmm. Outreach. As I, as I said, just follow the Spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you will have a lot of ideas of what you want to do as a newly saved person because oh, yeah. you're on fire and you're wanting to do things. But you just follow the don't, Spirit and don't He'll direct your, you. What yeah. To do. Don't let your emotion decide what's going to happen because it's the spirit Mm -hmm. don't don't confuse your emotion with the spirit whenever things are calm and cool is whenever you ask the spirit yo what's up (laughs) like you know put it in new terms yo what's what's up spirit tell me what imagine saying yo what's up and you just hear god go Yo, (laughs) 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 echoing god's voice yeah oh man i want i wonder like what like does God speak in like, like paraphrasing things and you know no. like? I once asked, I once thought like, whenever Jesus comes back, will he still be in robes or will he like have clothes of our time? Like, is he gonna come down in like jeans and a t-shirt? I hope so. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus in jeans, <laughs> like sneakers, <laughs> no <laughs> hat on backwards. <laughs> 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 Instead of the man tr- bun, <laughs> I feel like a lot of movies depicted this a man bun though. Um, and then <laughs> instead of instead of the trumpet, it sounds like a trumpet, but it's like a beat, like <laughs> like bass bumping, like Jesus. <laughs> yeah, the rumbling of the earth isn't like heavenly, like power. It's just. 
bass. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Matt. It's Matt's voice. <laughs> yeah, oh man, we just went off track. Yeah, but but that's, that's what you can joke joke with the spirit. They have some fun with God. You know that's this will make it easier. Yeah, make it easier. It's like, no, it's it's fun. That's, liter- that's literally human psychology. Making jokes in hard times make yeah. it easier. I, I was know? listening to the radio station while in the Bobcat today at work, and it was a, uh, it was like if you force yourself to laugh, like <laughs> your body will eventually. No, your body doesn't know the difference between an actual laugh and fake laughter, so it will make you have more energy and happier, mm-hmm. which is really weird. But think about it that way. If you're joking with God, you know, God has a sense of humor. We have a sense of humor. You know, God God is up there laughing at all the dad jokes. All right? He's making the dad jokes. <laughs> hey, listen. He made, as we always say, God has a sense of humor. He made the platypus. All right? <laughs> yeah, not me know he has a sense of humor. Right? He made us. No. <laughs> yeah. He, he, watched, he, he watched Looney Tunes and was like, hey. I got an idea. I got an idea. <laughs> okay. I'll name him Josh Shanklin. <laughs> and, uh, well... <laughs> he'll uh, he'll make every sound effect that uh <laughs> every cartoon in the history of cartoons <laughs> has ever made. Yeah, well, winding down, you know, I gave my closing thoughts. You know, do you have any closing thoughts? I mean, my closing thoughts would just piggyback off of yours. Of just don't give up. Yeah. Just just follow the spirit. Don't give up. As a newly saved person, that's. That's what you do. If you just if you just don't give up and turn everything over to the spirit, just, it'll lead you the right way. Just be held. Casting crowns. It's a really good song. Just be held. Mm-hmm. You guys should listen to that. That's a really good song. <clears throat> but um, yeah, I think that's about it. So um, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with um, share it with you know friends, family, loved ones. If you enjoy the podcast in general, share it with people. Uh, join the Facebook group, you know, so we can have. Um, you know, join the Facebook group and actually post in the Facebook group so we can have discussions and ask questions and, and all that stuff. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, uh, yeah, also, if you want to message us on <clears throat> on Instagram, if you have, if you want to, we have, well, have Instagram, so Godcast underscore Joshua underscore Shanklin, S-H-A-N-K-L-I-N, James, under, or Godcast underscore James <laughs> underscore Keffer, K-E-F-F-E-R, so you can message that, uh, message us on those, t- on that too. Um, I think that's about it. So, um, attend the podcast, Josh, if you'd like to close us out. Absolutely. Uh, dear Lord, I just, uh, well, we just thank you for this time, Lord, that we can just gather and just talk about you, Lord, as, as freely and as open as we want, Lord. You know, we can, we can talk serious, we can make jokes, Lord, we can have laughs with you, Lord, and I just ask that you just, just bless the rest of this day, Lord, bless everything that we do, Lord, and I just allow, I just, I just ask that you just allow us to, to just, just think about you the, the rest of this day, Lord, and going into tomorrow, Lord, we just wake up with you on our heart and mind, Lord, and it's just, it's just a blessing that we are here, and we're, and we're still breathing, right? and we're still standing, Lord, um, I just ask that you just continue to, to allow us to, to do this, Lord, and if, you know, if anything that we say be in your will, be not in your will, Lord, if it's not in your will, then uh, I just ask that you just just let us know, Lord, and just, just allow us to understand, get a better understanding, Lord. I just ask this all in Jesus' name, amen. Amen.